Hello, adventure. There's nothing more that brings me joy than a brand new episode of my favorite podcast. But I always do need a refresher, so let's find out what happened last time on The Incredible Party. Shakara and Mia meet with surrogate during intermission. He takes him to Hannah's now empty private theater box, where they search for some sign of where she stores the amulet of Kalar. Outside, Kula approaches Shaft and Falzarin, convincing them to accompany him through the backstage of the Arknall to meet with Isabella. This proves to be a ruse easily seen through, as Sardo reveals himself, dropping his good disguise. Hell-bent on destroying Shaft and Falzarin, center stage in the theater. And now the harrowing adventure continues. Shakara, about 20 feet behind you at the theater's main entrance, Hannah appears with two guards on either side of her. Those on the stage, Falzer and Mia and Shaft down in front of it, you see to either side of it there are two doors, and they open, and two more guards appear. Mm, down in the mosh pit. Down in the mosh pit. Hannah speaks, calls out to you specifically, Mia. Mia Brightwood, you've come to enjoy a show and you didn't say hello? Guards, seize her. Hannah, now is not the time. Two guards she walked in with march forward at incredible speeds, much quicker than you would think. And they will take a double move and get just to the last uh, row of seats uh, within about 15 feet of shaft. The other two will start climbing up onto the stage from either side of it, only one of which can get right up to Mia. But each, all four of them have drawn their scimitars, and this one will try to uh, slash at you, Mia. What did these guards look like? I'm sorry if you described them already. Oh, they, they're dressed in like leather, studded leather. Uh, they are, they're all human, it looks like, and uh, they wield scimitars. They're allowed to have armor. Frick. Oh, that's only a 14 and a 10 to hit. Why do they get to roll twice? They get two attacks. So that is what? two misses against, I believe, your AC with your shield now is 17, right? Oh, right. I have my shield. Yes. <laughs> okay. 17, All yeah. All right. So you're able to get that sucker up and uh, and block these two swipes. By the power of Thor. And then I look right at Hannah and I say, hi. <laughs> and Hannah basically just uh, turns and closes these two large doors to the theater. And you hear a big clunk as a, a bolt engages. Shaft, you're up. Okay, as these guards run down the aisle way to uh, attempt to seize Mia, I'm going to cast Wind Wall. It's a 50-foot, 15-foot high, 1-foot thick wall that I'm going to straight across there. It appears, and each creature within the area must make a strength saving throw. It takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage on a failed save, half as much on a successful one. Let me, let me put that here. So it hits them. So right at the bottom of the aisleway that they're coming down as they're going at really fast speed, I'm just going to cast that over in front. That would be 11 points of damage. Uh, well, once again, if they get to make a strength saving throw. Um, that is five for both of them. <laughs> okay, so 
Yeah, and that's a that's only of 3d8, 11 points of damage. And then I'm going to keep that wind wall up at its concentration. I'm assuming that Alados is facing Falzerin uh, as he's being pulled towards the cane. So I'm going to move over 25 feet behind uh, Salardos, so I'm right behind him. Hopefully he's occupied and not uh, able to spin around to uh, to do anything to me in the future. That's it for me. Kula is next, and uh, since Falzi had thrown up his, his wall, uh, you know, the, the mammoth has just kind of been stamping behind it and, like, pressing its weight into it, uh, kind of unsure of exactly what is happening, right? Does It's just this invisible force in front of it that is, is, is stopping it. Kula just calls out to the mammoth and, and basically, like, settles it uh, and, come, come. And the mammoth kind of comes really still and, and just stops struggling against whatever is, is in front of it. Auntie, Auntie Shakar, what do you need of me? What should I do? I'm, 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 I'm confused. Destroy Sardos! He nods, and he will let out uh, an Eldritch Blast. Two beams. Uh, a 16 and an adjusted 20. Those are both going to hit. Sardo takes nine force damage. And again, you see as these beams lance into him, he lurches five feet forward closer to the cane than with his arm outstretched. Shakara. Can I see through the wind wall? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I would think so. Good. I'm going to run up. Dendar! Aid me! And I will channel divinity, invoke agony on Salardos. Writhe! I burden him with an immense misery. He must make a wisdom saving throw. Seven. He fails, so he is prone for one minute due to the pain inflicted upon him. He cannot take reactions or bonus actions. At the beginning of his turn, he can repeat the saving throw. Okay, you see doubles over in this intense pain that racks through his body, his undead body, and flops to the ground. But his arm still outstretched, and he, having lost his footing now, slides across the floor to the cane. Finally, this outstretched hand of Sardos grasps it. And as soon as he does, it's as if like his body goes completely rigid to match his outstretched arm that he can barely control. From the cane and from Salomar, these, this two like wisps of, of almost like fog, but kind of amorphous white clouds come up one rising originating from the cane one from alamar's body and they writhe and twist until you you know the among this twisting wispy form you see from the cane it looks like alamar as this face kind of forms and 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 uh, goes back into you know an amorphous blob and then reforms again and the other looks like sardo the original sardo and they begin to to twist and entwine around each other. Can't believe I spent 150 gold pieces. We can still get rid of Alamar, dude. <laughs> still get the crap. Do it now, Falzerin. Too bad he is not next. Uh... Soul Cage is actually a reaction. You do it when a creature Ooh. has died. 
If you would like to try to cast it now, you can. Oh, wait. I'm misunderstanding what's happening. I'm not... Is he dying? Yeah. You have no idea what's happening. <laughs> their souls know. are free from their cage. Shakara has just yelled, do it now. So if you want to attempt to use the soul cage scroll, you can. I mean, I guess when someone's soul leaves their body, that's them dead, I suppose. That's when you got to do your thing. To, to be to be clear like uh, like imagine it's like a like a thought bubble originating from the cane and the body right like it's clear that there these two souls are starting to merge um, but they haven't been they don't look like they've been fully released from the vessels in which they were contained you know what I mean like they're not like above and like floating above their body like an out-of-body experience or anything like that right oh okay that's what I pictured oh man. If it's the wrong time and I do it, it's, uh, that's it. Well, you don't have to listen to me. I don't know what the hell is going on. Falzer, make me an Ar- Arcana check. And um, Shaft can make me a history. Uh, 24. Okay, Shaft. 19, history. So Shaft, your your history, like you and Falzer and both, were around when um, the original Sardo w- was dealt with, right? Like this is the same, same thing as in, in that instance when you when you did kill him. The, the, the soul completely left the lifeless body and then, like, dissipated and basically missed it away, right? These two, these two things clearly are not doing that. And Falzerin, uh, you, you know enough where the, what's happening now does not fit the parameters of the spell you, were, you would need to cast. Okay. You, you know for sure that was not the time to use it. So I would yell, You gotta kill him! His body's lifeless. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I don't know what's going on, but he's not dead. He's undead. <laughs> you have to unkill him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Falzern's Falzern's uh, not going to use his reaction for that spell. I don't think. Now is not the time, Shakara. We need to kill him. Allardo's turn in initiative. The the souls are. are, are twisting and entwining and Alomar is, is screaming and Sardo is screaming. You hear both these voices melding until they almost become like they resonate with each other and almost become you know, two tracks like overlapped among each other, perfectly in sync and the soul shoots back into Alomar's body. Both souls? Both souls. At your waist your bag of holding falls her and kind of twitches again. And just an outre- an outstretched hand of, of Salardo's Alamar's spellbook shoots into his hand as he recalls it. And he gets to his feet. And he looks he looks invigorated. There's clearly been, been a change. Um, not necessarily like a physical change. Not something like what Shakara went through. But there's, there's kind of this, this emanation uh, about him. Allardo speaks. Well, well, well. A brand new man. And he kind of, you know, looks at, looks over his shoulder at Shaft and looks towards Falzern. Now you will certainly regret everything you've done to me and everyone else you've encountered. And it is Sardo's voice, not Alamar's. So what did he do to Alamar's soul? Ate it. Ate it? Ate it. Well, that means you can still use your spell unless it was in Elmer's spellbook. We just gotta kill him. Let's just kill him. 
that's all we gotta do. We just gotta kill a very powerful wizard. The reinvigorated wizard. We've done it before. Now's the time to kill him with everything that we have. Kula, mammoth him! (laughs) (laughs) He turns to Shaft. So the invoke agony, is that just gone? It does seem he's no longer under the effects of what you were trying to rack him with. Shaft, he just kind of points a finger at you. You're going to take 17 psychic damage, and can you make an intelligence saving throw, please? Five. I know where this is going. Are we going to have an enfeebled Shaft? Oh, no. Yeah, so Shaft's arms kind of go limp at a side for a second, and his his, his eyes go, go blank, and he, like, immediately begins to drool, leaking down, down his mouth, and you are feeble-minded could uh sorry i should have spoken up sooner i'm thinking about using counterspell well before you do that could i use lucky so for okay so you okay no okay sorry too late for counterspell you should have learned your lesson okay okay we're gonna say that because i already rolled the damage we're gonna say that but shaft yeah you have lucky feet if you can lucky to re-roll your save right yep so i will roll and i get to choose which one of these you get to use well, it's your, it's your save. It's your save. Yeah. You're, You're making an intelligence save. saving throw. All right, here we go. Intelligence saving throw. Yay, eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Finally no. use lucky. Oh, no. Your intelligence and your charisma have become one. Uh, could you also make me a constitution saving throw to maintain concentration on the wind wall? Nine. Okay. So you lose concentration on the wind wall. The wind wall disappears. So charisma and intelligence become one. You can't cast spells, activate magic items, understand language, or communicate in any intelligible way. The creature can, however, identify its friends, follow them, and even protect them. So you're limited, but you can still fight, because it's clear that your friends are in danger. And using your magic weapons is not activating magic weapons, so you can still utilize them. But no spells or anything, or no, no circlets or anything like that. Okay. Mia. I have so many things I could do, and I want to do them all, but I have one action. Uh. What's in your pendant? So can I do that, cast a spell, and do a bonus action with my hammer? My spiritual weapon? Yes, you absolutely can. Perfect. Okay, then that's what I'll do. I was thinking the pendant was an action. That's why I didn't... No, no, no. It's, that's why it's, it's real good, because it gives you the, the extra, extra action. So in that case... I wish I would have banked a mass cure wounds, but I instead banked a mass healing word for some reason, which is less hit points of, of healing for everyone. So whatever. So we're gonna, um, I banked a mass healing word at fifth level. So I'm gonna use that for my pennant. Um, and that is six creatures of my choice within range. So within 60 feet of me. I think even Shakara was in 60 feet. No, 70. So everyone else that I perceive as an ally is going to gain 11 hit points back, which is crappy. Uh, Shaft, Falzerin, myself, and then I think I'll heal Kula if Kula was hit. I don't know if she was or he. I forget. Uh, he, he's, he is at full HP uh, currently. Okay. I don't want to heal the Mammoth because I'm nervous about that. Mammoth's at full health. Yeah, Mammoth hasn't been hit either. Okay. So then that's it. Okay. I'm so not that's healing Elmar. So that's the pendant. Um, <laughs> and then seeing what happened to to Shaft, I'm going to activate my circlet. 
as my action. And then I'm gonna use my spiritual hammer to attack. It's actually already right on. Sar- Sardamar? Wh- who is he now? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a 13 to hit. Um, that is a miss. That's with a plus 9. Dang. Okay, so that misses. <sighs> I feel like I can't do enough. I just need to... It's frustrating. Still pretty good. Some healing is good. Uh, next is the mammoth who can't really move anywhere because of the wall of force. And then uh, bottom of the initiative is Falzern. Falzern, you still feel the pull of the cane. Like you clearly, you won't be able to move more than 15 feet away from this cane. Really? That's interesting. It's in his hand though. He ha- Yes. Alaro has it in his hand. Yours is still like outstretched as if to grasp it. Okay. So I feel this like incredibly strong pull on my one arm. Correct. I am going to dismiss my um, wall of force because it's concentration. I'm going to cast another concentration spell, which is polymorph. Okay. I like it. Ape Zarin's coming out to play. <laughs> <laughs> so you see Falzarin slowly start to bulge through his clothing, get significantly more hairy. <laughs> yeah, you need to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Falls are in shoulders and arms and legs start to bulge. Specifically. We know you like Hannah, but dang. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so Falzern transforms into a massive ape. And scares the mammoth. At the same time, the wall of force dissolves right before your eyes and disappears. And it looks like... Am I close enough to make a, a melee attack against this one guard? Yeah, as you swell... To fit a 10 by 10 foot square, you are now adjacent with this rushing guard that is clearly making a beeline for Mia. Although, I guess I used my action to cast that, so I, I wouldn't... You could put yourself in the way of his path to me. You could uh, you could try to move and maneuver and, and block him, absolutely. But yes, you did use your action to cast it, so you cannot attack. Um, so I'd be moving uh, towards the cane anyway in order to do that, so I will... Um, so, uh, Ape Zarin is going to move a few feet closer to Allardo uh, to block the way between Mia and this and Hannah's guard that is making a beeline for her. And that's all for my turn. Okay, your ape arm, one arm still outstretched. You know with your uh, ape strength, you're able to kind of more resist its effect uh, a little more, but still that, that pull is still on you. Hannah begins to casually stroll down this main uh, walkway towards the stage. Well, like she owns the place? Clearly in no rush. Yeah, she's not even taking a double move. She's just moving her 30 feet. She just seems to be just taking everything in. The guards, however, now, the two uh, that entered with Hannah, no longer restricted by the wind wall. One does rush past Shaft. If you would like to take an opportunity attack, you can. Oh, yeah. That's an 18 to hit. That definitely is. 16 uh, damage. Mia is now completely surrounded mm-hmm. by these guards. And you're going to be looking at eight scimitar slashes against you. Oh, dang. That's certainly not good. I don't like this feeling. I feel like Mia's often knocked out <laughs> in Battleman. Only three got through, though. Three out of eight hits. For a total of uh, 16 slashing. 
And Shaft, you're up. I uh, yell out as if to say something to everybody. And I go, I said God is drawn. And then I run up, yes. jump onto the stage. I sort of look around for a second. I go, you on it. And I swing my uh, <laughs> scimitar at Alderos. So we've got an ape and we've got a feeble-minded. Yeah. <laughs> Communication. It's falling apart. It's falling apart First here. attack, 17 to hit. That is a hit. Uh, 18 points. Slashing damage. Uh, second attack. 29 to hit. 17 points of damage. And offhanded attack. 17 to hit. 32 points of damage with piercing, slashing, and acid. And Colossus Slayer. Does uh, he ha- have any kind of uh, concentration spell that he's currently using? He does not. And uh, so I jump up on the stage. I... I scream, I slash at him, I come back around, I slash at him twice more. And uh, do I do I uh, look like I'm making good purchase into him? Or am I actually cutting him? Does it feel like I'm getting full force on my swings? It does, yeah. Definitely with your magical weapons, it does. Not that you would really be able to notice the difference. Okay. That's it for me. Kula will kind of uh, yell to the... Basically pointing at Allardo and telling the mammoth to to attack Allardo. And Kula will kind of, uh, he's going to maneuver a little bit over to the edge of the stage. Kind of trying to clear a path for this mammoth to, to get in there, as the mammoth is quite large. And he's going to continue listening to Shakara and will uh, send a few more Eldritch Blast at Allardo. Ooh, crap. Both of which are going to sail wide, unfortunately, with the 16 and a 14. And uh, Shakara's up. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Same. So if I run 30 feet up, I'm now at the end of where the seats are. And I'm 25 feet away from Allardos. You're in the best seat in the house. <laughs> I can cast Blight. No, I don't want to do that. Never mind. That would be bad. Oh, what am I going to do? Scorching Ray to the rescue. Okay, so we're going to cast out three rays of fire and hurl them all at Salardo. So you are you are casting this? Yes. Okay, so uh, Salardo will attempt to counterspell. Well, level, Scorching Ray is the second level, right? Yes. Okay, so it uh, unfortunately fizzles as Salardo reacts to your attack. Gee whiz. How far away are we from where we left Pulsa, Mullen, and Dreg? Um, upwards of five miles or so. Less than ten. How long would it take them to run here? Uh, the better part of an hour. <laughs> Damn. Okay. No, Dreg could... Nah. Dreg could teleport. We don't know if he can teleport. He would probably try. I'm done. After Shakara is Allardo. You all see... Like, it's like someone is colored just outside of the lines of Alamar's body as those white wisps kind of blur around it and it clearly like like a, a like a wince goes across Alamar's Salardo's face right and and like as if there's some type of struggle or or he's in some type of pain and then he kind of gives his head a, a shake and reasserts himself and just uh and looks at Shaft again, having taken a pummeling from him, and just just kind of smiles. 
Oh, wait, he's going to point, like, down at his feet and at his feet cast a circle of death in a 60-foot radius from Salardome. The, the the air kind of gets gets thick and, and almost takes on like this rancid stench as negative energy ripples out. Uh, each creature in that area must make a constitution saving throw. So everyone but Hannah. <laughs> yeah, and that does include Sardo. I'm going to say right now, I'm going to tell you I'm going to use Lucky if I think I did a bad roll. <laughs> <laughs> Shikara has a 21. Ah. Uh. Shaft has a 20. Nice. 12 for Mia. 17 for Ape Zarin. I like, I just really like Mia, and I feel like this is Bryn all over again. <laughs> if anyone's going to die, it's Falzerin. Hey, we'll all die, so it's all I right. can revive Falzerin. If I'm dead, no one can be revived. So your DC uh, is 19. Yeah, frick. Just made it. Okay, wow. so Falzerin failed. So did Mia. I'm too dumb to know what hit me. <laughs> wow, even the mammoth failed, and his con is a plus five. Wow. 19's hard. And Kula definitely fails as well. He's rolling a lot. That's, that's not that bad. For those that failed, take 28 necrotic damage. Oh, thank God I take half necrotic damage. Half as much on a save. And uh, those concentrating on anything can roll a constitution saving throw, please. You must get uh, half the damage or t- 10 or half the damage, whatever's higher. You guys can see what Mia looks like on my bar that just got adjusted. So, Falzerin, what's your con savior? 22. What What did I need to beat? You needed a, you needed a, a, f- a 14, so you're good. Whew. Each of the guards failed. Please, please, Lord. And Kula also takes the brunt of that. Oof. That's bad. Okay, Mia. Mia is going to use her action to teleport to Shaft. I'm going to teleport between Shaft and Kula so I'm no longer uh, adjacent to anyone. I'm kind of it's kind of like Shaft. It's a Shaft sandwich between me and Salardos there. So that'll be my action. Um and then with my bonus action I'm going to... Oh, shoot, I forgot. Uh, mass, mass Healing Word is a bonus action. Correct. So I'm going to use my last fifth level spell slot to use um, Mass Healing Word. What level slot is that? I was going to use fifth, but... Well, you Mia also does know that she can cure Feeble-Minded. I can? With what? Well, you've d- you did it to Grimby. The Greater Restoration gets rid of Feeble-Minded. Oh, yeah, but I don't have that prepared. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind then. I, uh, yeah, I've been treat. I've, I have been trading in and out my spells, especially the like expensive ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a swing with my spiritual weapon at Alamar. Uh, that's 24 to hit. Yep. Run, Mia, run. 11 force damage. And then, yeah, I still have movement. So is this like, um, the thing that Salardos cast, is the ground still like, I don't know. Is the ground unchanged where I could know when I'm away from it, type thing, or like? No. So it was. It was. It's an effect that's similar to fireball. It will not keep hurting you. The the air has returned to normal, and it just seemed like it was this wave that kind of lanced out and hit everybody. But now it has dissipated. I'm gonna move like all the way stage right, um, just as far away as I can get from those guards. Um, puts me like whatever thirty feet away from shaft at the end of my turn. 
Uh, when Kula got hit by the Circle of Death, he lost concentration on the mammoth. And you'll see the... There's like a... Something happened. Like the mammoth's eyes. Like There's kind of like a like a, a twinkle in it. It Like its pupils dilate and then restrict. And it starts snuffing and stomping its big feet again. Clearly looks agitated. Oh, it's the mammoth's turn. Would oh. you look at that? What do you know? Kula kind of calls out to the mammoth. Calm, calm yourself. No, watch out, I've lost control. And the mammoth just stalks forward to the biggest thing in its view. <laughs> I had a feeling. How did I know? <laughs> putting an animal in front of another animal. <laughs> animal upon animal. Maybe he just wants some loving. And we'll just try to gore Ape Zarin. Whoa, that's a 16 to hit? That hits. Mm, that was pretty low, too. <laughs> yeah, Ape Zarin doesn't have all that high of an armor class. Uh, well, you take uh, ooh, 20 piercing damage as its tusks penetrate your gorilla skin. And you will have to make another constitution statement, though. His con is pretty decent. I keep imagining this fight from Hannah's perspective as she's like slowly walking and just, (laughs) it's a show, right? (laughs) The dramatic edit. Uh, 17. Okay, you're fine. Still polymorphed. All right, uh, Falzern, you're up. I'm going to... Chuck your poo. I'm going to focus... Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to focus on these guards. Uh, even though the, the mammoth is obviously a, a huge threat, I'm hoping that Quilla will get it back under control. And these guards are killing my friend Mia. So, um, Ape Zarin can make multi-attack. Um, so I can make two fist attacks. Do those have to be targeting the same creature, or can I split nope, them up No, you can split them to? up for everyone. Ape Zarin and Mia have a thing going on. This confirms it. The first is a uh, 21 to hit. Which uh, number guard is this on? I will attack the one that is uh, directly to my left. Okay, number one. That one does look the uh, most hurt as well. So 21 to hit, 12 bludgeoning damage. Good hit. It is still on its feet, but it's swaying. 3d10 plus six. So that was six on 3d10. We're rolling so great. Um, I think I'm going to attack the same one again. 11 to hit. Ooh, that one is a miss. That that was uh, with plus 9 to hit as well. <laughs> oh, no. What is happening? Okay. Uh, one good swipe there, though. And uh, for my movement, I will... I'm not going to move anywhere because if this mammoth considers me hostile, I'm potentially going to get an opportunity attack. So I'm just going to stay where I am. Up in the rafters, the figure up there is clearly now no longer making any attempts to remain hidden, but he is uh, sprinting across the the kind of catwalk uh, area and the rafters up there. And it looks like he's moving uh, in the same direction that, that Mia had left, so he's kind of positioning himself directly above Mia. Hannah continues to stroll forward, still lagging about 10 or 15 feet behind Shakara, but she will speak to you. Shakara. I could use your help too. Subdue Mia. And can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? Now, this is a charm effect, so your circlet does give you advantage. 26. Okay. Yeah, you feel this this uh, kind of effect try to wash over you, but you 
easily dismiss it and push it away. And you see Hannah frowns as you clearly overcome what she's trying to do to you. The guards. All four of them still on their feet, but they, they've been ravaged by gorilla attacks and by Aladar's, Aladar's circle of death. They each kind of scream up into the air, and as they do, their, their nose and their mouth kind of elongates into a snout, and their skin, the hair on their arms and, uh, and their body gets longer and covers every piece of inch of flesh you can see and they turn into this strange humanoid jackal hybrid and they continue to just get try to get to get to mia gonna have to go through ape zaren or around him i suppose the first one attempts the first one moves uh past past you ape zaren and shaft ape zaren first i'm gonna save my reaction if i don't need it <laughs> so i'll only how does that work? I get one reaction, so I can only attack one of them? Yeah. Uh, is this the most bloodied one? No, this is not. Okay. I think I'm going to use my attack on that one. You're going to uh, you're gonna wait for the one that you hurt, that you pummeled? When you say it like that, it seems like a bad idea. <laughs> they're all No, they're all clearly moving. So okay. you, you basically do have your choice. And they do have to go through, like you say. So you do have your choice of which one you want to lash out at. Yeah, I think I will. Because uh, best case scenario is I completely take one of them out of the equation. And that's the one I'm most likely to do it on. Yep. Okay, so I'll take my opportunity attack if you're going to wait for the next one to move then. 18 to hit? Yeah. 27 damage. Wow, good hit. You just slice right into it with your sword of oozes and the acid spl- spraying across its body and melting through its armor. But and it, and it stumbles. You cause it to stumble forward, but it manages to keep its footing and, and surges forward. Barely, barely. The wounded one now falls and you can the one you pummeled already 19 to hit which i'm assuming is a, is a hit definitely uh 24 bludgeoning damage <laughs> okay it takes nice. one step trying to get away from him and you just bring this fist down on its head like your little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest <laughs> and it crumples scooping up the field mice <laughs> and bobbing them on the head and it just into a smash like of, of, of gore and even though you've now misshapen this thing <laughs> it it transforms at, in at death and it transforms and shrinks into that of a, a normal jackal ah Ooh. interesting and they originally looked humanoid right before like when Correct. they first came into the yeah. theater hmm. okay maybe if i just give them scritches <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why they're so wound up they don't get enough they are going to uh, take their uh, double action to get ga- engaged with Mia again, but again, it takes their action to dash, so they won't be able to attack. Will Kula get a uh, yeah? One went right by Kula. Opportunity attack when it, the first one goes through that I hit. Uh, Kula has nothing to make an opportunity attack with. Ah, uh, he could trip him. <laughs> he enforces like he's no weapons and he can't cast any spell. He's not a warcaster, so he doesn't have ca- uh, spells to do anything. Speaking of no weapons. Where's Falzrin's bag of holding? Mm. <laughs> it transformed with him. It polymorphed with him. <laughs> oh, my sword! Oh, no. I forgot about oh, that. No. So did uh, so did I. <laughs> Shaft, you're up. Okay, so this jackal guard runs by me. I swipe back and hit it, and then I sort of spin around and <laughs> stab right into Salomar. 25 to hit. Mm-hmm. 
21 points uh, slashing damage. Second attack, 30 to hit. That is 17 points of damage. Wow. I think Shaft's talking more as a feeble-minded person than he ever did as his own self in his right mind. Last attack, 24 to hit, 28 points of damage. Well done. Still standing. Still standing. (laughs) He was reborn. I go, and bite me! (laughs) I get a few words out every once in a while. (laughs) I keep forgetting to take my reaction when I get hit. I want want to do the thing where I can push them away and give them lightning damage, and I keep forgetting. Wrath of the Storm. Yeah, when I play Booch, he's got a lot of stuff like that that I always forget to do. Kula is up, and... um... Alardo is is looking terrible. Even feeble-minded shafts, multiple attacks are just tearing into Alamar's body. So Kula, um, now realizing that he no longer has control of his mammoth, will turn on the mammoth and direct his attention to it. He's going to try to hold monster. So the mammoth doesn't make a wisdom saving throw, <laughs> which it fails. So the mammoth is now paralyzed, and it can make the save again on the end of its turn. Okay, Shakara. Calling out to Sparky is not an action or bonus action, right? Because he's already out. So I'd just be yelling. Yeah, because he was outside, right? He was yeah. with Shaft. and He wasn't with them. He was flying around the building. Right, 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 right. So he might not hear me, but I, but it wouldn't be an action or a bonus action. Yeah, you can attempt to communicate with him if he's in within 100 feet. You can just talk to him telepathically, right? Oh, yeah. Still not an action or bonus action, right? No, that's right. <laughs> that's the important part. <laughs> I will turn my head back and look at Hannah. If you know what is good for you, you will leave me be. And I'll turn back towards the stage and telepathically and out loud, Sparky! And then I'll center myself for a second and connect to the eerie token I gave to Hulsa. Hulsa, if Drag can teleport, we need you here now! And I will walk closer to the stage, and I will cast Shield of Faith on myself, giving me an AC of 17. I like it. Allardo. Oh! <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> this, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm always rooting for the party. This is good. You, again, see We all the... stop breathing. <laughs> you you see, like, that, that, that blur, that blur around the edges of... Salomar, and that that grimace again on his face, and it fades. Volzerin! Alamar begins to speak, and he looks down at his hands. I've I've gained control. I don't know how long it will last. You must get out of here. You don't want our help. Volzerin goes. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, basically, and it looks like like Alamar is is struggling to, to keep control. And um, he's not gonna do anything. So he, he wants us to get out of here and he's aware of the plan, which would involve us needing to be here to do it. Oh boy. Well, he just maybe knows the extent of his true power that Sardo had access to and like thinks we're toast. I don't know. Yeah. Mia, you're up. I think my only choice is to is to uh, radiant soul and, and try to fly up in the air <laughs> to sprout my wings. You can always pop back to me. 
Oh yeah, that's true, but... So I'm nervous because they'll get opportunity attacks, I guess, right? Not if you pop back to me. If you teleport, they won't. If you fly, they will. But I want to fly, and every time I pop and pop and pop, like, when do I ever get in the air? Because they don't have ranged weapons on them. They do not. I don't know, I feel like I'm going to die no matter what. You want to call that god of yours? I know, I was thinking about that, but that's an action. <laughs> so it's like... True. Okay, so Mia's going to use the shaft shackles of shackling and teleport to shaft. Sorry, right up next to shaft, not not adjacent to Allardos. And then I'll use my movement to get me as far away as I can to the other side of the stage. And I'm going to put uh, Falzer in between us. Um, and then with my bonus action, I say, We're still killing Allardos, right? Diet! Oh, I guess I'm an ape. Never, I was oh, gonna reply, okay. but uh, whatever. No one can talk until my my spiritual weapon swings at Allardos. Ape Zarin would probably like pound a fist on the stage and stomp one of his feet. Twenty-one to hit. Yep. Uh, Twelve force damage. Okay, well done. Mammoth. Mammoth is paralyzed, so we can make another save to try to get out of it at the end of its turn, <laughs> which it does not. It only gets a seven. Uh, ape Zarin. Soul Cage isn't like a ranged spell attack, right? No, it's not an attack. Okay, so it doesn't matter if I'm beside or away from. Oh no! no, no, no. Okay. So uh, if if you are going to smash the mammoth because it's paralyzed, you will have advantage, and a, and a, a hit is considered to be a crit. Yeah, I was hoping Kula would get it back under control and it would be on our side, but it's a huge foe. How? Um, if you'd like me to make a check of some sort, how how healthy does? Allardos look right now. He, he looks he looks pretty bad. He looks very bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Plus the guards. You could try to grapple a guard or something. You know you popped a doggy pretty easily, so maybe Ape Saren's like, ooh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so Ape Saren do, can travel 40 feet, which is helpful because it looks like the guards are 35 feet away. So he will... Uh, although how... I'm still being pulled by this cane, right? Yeah, you can attempt to move. Hmm. I think uh, Ape Saren just sees Allardo as the as the biggest threat. So that's who he's going to attack. I mean, technically, the mammoth is the biggest threat. Right. <laughs> the largest. The most dangerous threat. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and he's going to make a ranged attack because uh, this cane is still a bit worrisome. I'm not sure what's going to happen if I get close enough how to you, actually How does an it. ape make a ranged attack? Are you flinging poo at him? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> it's it's called a rock attack. No, I'm sorry. You don't do have... you have a rock? <laughs> you do not He's have He's flinging rocks. poo at him. <laughs> that may be something in the stat block if you were to come a, uh, against a giant ape in the wild. You, 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 he you doesn't have one in his pocket? You don't polymorph with rocks, no, I'm afraid not. Come on. <laughs> you, you do have little special pebbles that you carry around. And his prison true, pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that bag polymorphed with him. Yeah, f- for my um, for my catapult uh, spell. I feel like yeah. the, the rocks yeah. are a slightly different size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not smart enough to figure that out. <laughs> my fear is that if I get close enough to make a melee attack, my arm's gonna touch this cane and who knows what's gonna happen. Right? Ooh. I wasn't worried about that, but now I am. Alamar's just told me to get out of here. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, yeah, of course. My soul would also be trapped inside of this body with two other souls. So what happens to the bag of holding if that happens? 
<laughs> Shakara's main concern is at least I have my hammer and shields. Shakara, poor Shakara. It's time for a multi-attack fist attack on the mammoth. All right. Each attack has advantage. If it is a hit, it's a critical. Uh, so the first attack is uh, 18 plus 9. Yeah. Math. And the damage is 3d10 plus 6. Okay, so 36 plus 3d10. If I could add, that would be great. Tell us the numbers. We'll do it. 4 plus 7 plus 10. 21. 21 plus 36. 57. It's a good hit. Uh, that's a 2. To hit? Uh, no, no. Well, my first roll. Uh, second roll is a 14 plus 9, so 23. Yeah. 7 plus 7 plus 9. 23 plus 36. Another 59 damage. Wow. You're, wow, taking full effect of the hold monster. Your two massive fists just pummel into this mammoth, nearly one-shotting it. I guess two-shotting, but very close to taking this thing That's down. Crazy. Just two huge crits. And I'm not, I'm not going to move. So you've not gotten closer to the cane. No. Okay. In the rafters, this figure, again, moves with Mia, basically, staying approximately above her. Do I know that that's doing it? Doing that? Oh, yeah, you can all see it. Like I said, it's not making any attempt to remain hidden anymore. And what does it look like? It just looks like he's he's shrouded in a, in a cloak, and it, clearly he's wearing, he has some type of face covering, but... Uh, other than that, not many details you can make out. Um, he clearly has something slung over a shoulder as well. I hope it's my family member. Hannah seemingly uh, ignores Shakara's threat. <laughs> Just continues to stroll forward, looking at Mia. Oh, I suppose if you want something done, it's best to do it yourself. <laughs> this is... <sighs> Shakara has nothing. Shaft can't talk. Or whatever. <laughs> it's just a lot. Going Shaft's on. still doing a lot of damage. I know, it's true. Really should have tried to disintegrate him rather than feeble one. <laughs> Nasty. In fact, your lucky Elmar <laughs> took control of that body, let me tell you. <laughs> no. How does disintegrate work? That sounds very bad. Hannah just kind of holds up a hand and a ball of fire appears in it. And we'll just hurl it at Mia, producing flame. Oh, yeah, that's a 21. Ooh, uh, nine fire damage. Yeah, Mia's down. The guards, the three remaining guards just swarm, making sure they avoid running past Shaft and Apesarin this time. Shaft, speaking of. All right, well, stay on target. I'm going to attack uh, Allardos. First attack, 19 yep. to hit. That's a 15 slashing damage as I take my bronze-scaled scimitar and s slice it in or poke it into him as I spin around with my second attack. 24 to hit, 17 points of damage. Then I thrust straight forward with my sword, short sword of oozes. 27 to hit, 29 Dang. points of damage. Wow. Wow, just you're just inflicting serious damage on Alam Allardos. Uh, but even your slashes are—I mean, you're you're doing—they're as effective as they can be. But you can just see the the undead flesh just in between rounds, just knitting itself back together, mitigating some of what is what you're inflicting. 
I think I'm going to move around to the other side of Alidos, staying within five feet, so no opportunity attacks. We'll just go around by the other side, uh, straight in front of Hannah, actually. Kula kind of looks over at Shakara before acting. Kind of a, you know, like, shall I continue on the mammoth kind of thing? Like a, a questioning look. Finish it. Two beams. Uh, one a critical hit. The other one is only an 11. 33 force Ooh. damage. And the, the mammoth just blasts back in the force of, of these two beams dead. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We killed an innocent creature. <laughs> Poor mammoth. It was just confused. And as it as it dies, it changes. It, it, it shrinks and turns into almost like a, a kind of a, a nymph-looking creature before disappearing. It disappears? Yeah, the body does not stay there. Shakara. I will walk a little closer to the stage. Falls her in my sword! And I'll turn back to Hannah and point a finger at her and say, Wither! And I am casting Blight on her. She needs to make a con save. Uh, 15. She needed a 16. She is going to take 8d8 necrotic damage. Yes. Dang! Ouch. Wither her. Oh my, this is a lot of dice. Doesn't that feel good? Until <laughs> you have to add them up. We can help you. See, I got 20 so far, and there's 38. Good hit. Good with an E. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Allardos. Eh? Oh. <laughs> blur, of, blur effect. Scrunched up grimace of a face. Head shake. You've been in that cane far too long, old man. As Sardo speaks again in his own voice. It is now time for a disintegrate. Uh-oh. Targeted at Shaft. Uh-oh. Oh, no. And I can't counterspell because I'm an ape. Right? Right. Can Shaft make me a dexterity saving throw, please? Oh, best saving throw he can make. He's within 10 feet of Shakara. 27. <laughs> That's definitely a pass. This spell is nasty. I just looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's nasty. Well, it's it's the it's a game ender for a, a character. <laughs> is, is there any coming back from disintegrate? No, a, a wish spell or a um, something else, resurrection or something like that. Nothing that we have access to. No. So there were a few ones on this ten d six plus forty. The plus forty is insane. Plus seventy five force damage, which you take half because you saved. Uh, so that's going to be 37 force damage. Wow, that's f***ing close. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, man, you're wow. so lucky. You can see my bar. <laughs> yeah, he got real lucky. Whew, wow, okay. You still have your inspiration if you did fail, you know what I mean? Like I got, I got inspiration of two luck points here. <laughs> <laughs> But, <laughs> but even so, if Leland had a rolled high enough, your inspiration can't help you. No, the only the only thing I was going to be able to do is is re-roll a save. Is the only thing I could have done. Mia. 
I guess I do my thing. Yeah, make a death save. Oh, I make the death saving throw. Oh, yes, you do. That's, That's right. right. Never mind. To the top, the figure in the rafters. See, he's grab. Well, those conscious grabs <laughs> a, a like a rope and a rigging, and he slices at the rope, and uh, a sandbag kind of plummets to the stage. Him on the other end of the rope, as it kind of safely takes him down, as he swings straight to Mia. Please be good. And attacks with a natural Stab twenty to it hit. With a bonus. <laughs> you see, so again, those awake. So the thing slung over his shoulder. It looks like a, it looks like a almost like a guitar. It's like a little mini piano he has, and he kind of taps it on it. And you know that 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 foreboding organ music that has been playing this whole time ceases finally and clearly rings out in tune to what he's tapping onto this piano and around him Mia and the guards darkness this magical darkness appears which of course Shakara can see in Yep. but Abzarin, Hannah, Kula Allardo and Shaft lose sight of the three remaining guards Mia's lifeless body and this figure. Those that can't see, hears something activate, the kind of the the gears whirring and something, you know, wood creaking. And Shakara, you see that a portion of this stage begins to lower with Mia and this figure, leaving the guards behind. Shaft. Uh Allardus. Does he appear to me to be on his last breaths? He, uh, he, he, again, he, he see the, the wounds you're inflicting knit, are knitting themselves together. He's looking pretty bad, yes, but he's looked worse. He's looked better throughout this fight. Oh my god. He's clearly, he clearly has some type of, of regeneration effect that is, is occurring. I. I'm going to drink my potion of superior healing. Um, I... <laughs> no? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Because he's feebled? Yeah. I can't drink a potion when feeble-minded? You have an intelligence of, of one. I do. That is less than, like, a dog. You are, right? You are, like, the intelligence of an insect. Would you think? Do you think with an intelligence of one that you would be able to recall anything that you have in, in you know, in a bag or the effects of something that an item may have? Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, also you are unable to use magical items, which I would say includes a health potion. Oh, I thought it was spells. No, you can't cast spells. You cannot activate magical items. Activate magical items. Yeah, I would think a healing potion falls under that. It's your call. I will just attack then. Because I, if if that's the case, I would probably think then all I can do is try to protect the people that I'm with. To the death, I guess. You yeah, might not so even I'll, know I'll... how close you are. You're so dumb. How about, how, how about, <laughs> I would argue that you would know how close. How about to this? How about how about you? How about you give me a survival check? Twelve. You are you are you are instinctually aware of how close to death you are, and can. Absolutely act in self-preservation. 
Okay. So you're saying that you're giving me the option to be able to run away or not. Yes. Not to drink the potion. Yes. Well, I'm going to attack. I'm going to get, he's going to have an opportunity to attack on me anyway if I run away and where I'm sitting right now, he can punch me. So here we go. 20 to hit, 18 points slashing damage. Second attack, 29 to hit, 20 points slashing damage. And the final hit, 17 to hit, Hits, man. 26 damage. Wow. <laughs> Allardo is wavering. He looks like he, he can barely even think himself. He, he looks, again, like you could poke him and he would fall over, but not down. That's it. Kula now will train his sights back to Allardo as the mammoth is dealt with. And will two two rays, two Eldritch Blasts. By the way, John, you're like, that's it. That's all I can do. That's after like 60 plus damage. So, <laughs> so I mean, think about the, all I could do was shackle and run. I mean, at least you could do something. If we go down. Kula's, Kula's highest beam is a 16. The other one is only a 13, which both miss. The 16 just misses. Shakara. I can see that Falzerin is not Falzerin yet. He's still an ape, so therefore my sword is not available to me. So I will walk back over to Hannah, grab her arm, and say, Hurt! As I cast Inflict Wounds. 16? Yeah, that hits. And I am upcasting it to second level. 13 points of damage. Is that all? Yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, well done. Um, Allardo. That grimace and wrench. Falls right now. My goodness, the pain. And, I mean, uh, yeah, Alomar is now in control again, and he is not going to take any violent act. Mia. I'll roll you another save here. I still in the game? Uh, Still in the game. But she's not visible to us because of darkness, and we heard a uh, mechanism, correct? Yeah, and she's not visible to any of you now, even though Shakar can see in the darkness. Because you could have rolled two fails, right? And then I would be dead. I could have, yes. So you I haven't yet. Have yet, okay. No. Uh, Ape Zarn. Against my better judgment, uh, I think because of the darkness, I'm going to have to go after Allardo. Um, so I will move up a few steps, be within melee range. As you move closer, could you make me a strength saving throw, please? Uh, 18. Okay. You feel the pull of the cane. Your monkey hand gets within inches of swiping at it, but you're able to resist it and and pull yourself back. Okay. So again, I'm going to make a multi-attack fist attack. First one is 19 to hit. Yep. 34. Bletching damage. Dang. Please be dead. The next is an adjusted 20 to hit. Uh, 26 bludgeoning damage. As you're, you mean, your fists are making contact, but they don't seem to have any effect. It's almost they just kind of rebound off of Alamar's body. Would I be intelligent enough? I have an intelligence score of seven um, to appreciate that this is Alamar and not Salardo at the moment, and so therefore not hostile. 
I, yeah, okay, I'll say so. Because, yeah, he, he did call out to you, absolutely. In that case, I think I would like to uh, move back a few steps to where I uh, was previously. Do you want me to make another strength check to do that? No, you were okay. You've overcome it for this round. Okay, that's it. To the top, you all hear the stage mechanism whir again. Darkness still up. Hannah looks very hurt. <laughs> she is going to... Told her not to mess with me. Step away from Shakara, which you will get an opportunity attack. With what? <laughs> you can punch her, I guess. I guess, yeah, you can absolutely, like... Ugh, it's a reaction. Nope, that's in response to being damaged. Can't cast a spell, though, can I? As a re- unless it says re- it's a reaction. Uh, that's right, yeah. You can't. You, you need the feat Warcaster to be able to cast a, a damaging spell as your opportunity attack. So, yeah, pretty much all you can do <laughs> I is... I try and bitch slap her. As bitch slap her, exactly. Will Smith style. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to go all with Will Smith on her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I just add my strength bonus to the roll? Or strength modifier? Strength modifier? Yes, that's right. That's a 21. Yeah, definitely yeah, hit So it's one one plus your strength mod? Which is damage. five, then. <laughs> okay, that's a good slap. <laughs> Keep Bill's name out your damn <laughs> Too bad you're not on stage. You're so close. <laughs> she's leaving your space, and you just wind up and whap her one. And she's, you know, she stumbles a bit as she's retreating from you. And she just, uh, you know, puts two fingers in her mouth and, and whistles as she will take the dash and continue moving away. Did she have the uh, amulet on still? She, she does, yeah. I know, that whole thing is just like, yeah. Hearing uh, Hannah's whistle and kind of uh, honing in on it, the guards will move forward and they get just to the edge of the darkness, which is the edge of the stage, and they kind of fall <laughs> off the stage <laughs> as they move out of the darkness. How tall is the stage? Do they take 1d6 of damage? Six or seven feet. So oh. I'm going to give them each uh, a save here. Just an acrobatics. <laughs> okay. All of them fail and will fall prone. They won't take damage, but they're going to go They go prone. So their movement stops. Um, they can't get any closer to Shikara or anyone else. Shaft. Let's finish this guy. Is anyone else not going to be able to sleep tonight? Because I feel like I'm going to throw up. 28 to hit, 17 damage. That one does it. Awesome. Your first attack lances, uh, you know, slices across Allardo, and he kind of goes stiff, and the cane and his spellbook fall out of his hands, yes. dropping to the floor along with the body. And that that same wispy, smoky souls, they, they pop out, right? And they're still entwined as they're fighting against each other, trying to pull themselves apart from each other. Falzerin, would you like to act? I sure would. So Falzerin sees this and is aware now is the time. So I would like to uh, dismiss concentration on Polymorph and use my reaction to cast Soul Cage using the spell scroll that I've been hanging on to for quite some time. And I believe... Uh, I would like to use my inspiration 
you do get to see the roll before you choose to use it. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I can. yeah. Yes. Okay. So because Soul Cage is a six-level spell slot, we're going to use kind of our homebrewy uh, scroll uh, rules, and you do need to make a DC 16 intelligence saving throw to avoid a scroll mishap. Nine plus, what did we say? Nine plus seven. 16. So 16. 16, that is just so a success. So you don't need your inspiration. I will hang on to my inspiration. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you technically, you have your choice of which soul or whose soul you would like to target. Let's guess. <laughs> yeah, so I I will resist the urge to target Alamar <laughs> for all of the nasty things that he said to me over the years. And I will use it to capture Sardo within the cage. All right, you, you, you morph back into your wizard half-elf self, rip up the scroll in the silver cage, activating the scroll, which crumbles and burns up upon use. And the two souls, Sardo and Alamar, the the effects of the soul cage, right? It's like the it's, a, it's like a Ghostbuster vacuum gun sucking in this ghost, <laughs> and it's rending. And both Alamar and Sardo begin to scream again, and it it, it doesn't really happen instantaneously like you might expect it, right? Just it's this almost like pulling taffy as both of Sardo and Alamar begin to get stretched and stretched and stretched until finally they are pulled apart. Sardo's shooting into your tiny cage. Alamar rebounding back towards the seats and the cane pulls and splinters and snaps. And Alamar's soul dissipates and disappears. Alright, so Falzerin sort of looks around a bit quizzical um, with where Alamar's soul has gone. What does what does Alamar's body look like? It looks like a corpse. A, a, an overripe corpse. No longer this magic that had animated it. It's cut and slashed to pieces from Shaft. <laughs> Just absolute ribbons. And it, it it's already starting to like bloat and the, the wounds putrefying and yeah it looks like a an old corpse and this magical darkness is still obscuring where Mia was yes and you no longer feel the tug of the cane okay I have a question yeah <laughs> am I still feeble minded you are <laughs> fuck me <laughs> for those listening at home John was holding his hand up like he was in school well, I didn't want to say anything. I I have a question too. Since I'm removed from the initiative tracker, does that mean that I'm alive? Like for good? Unknown. How am I supposed to sleep tonight? <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're not quite finished. The soul cage pers persists, right? Like there's no real urgency for me to destroy it. I can put it in my bag of holding. You have Sardo's soul trap for eight hours, and you are able to manipulate it as per the spell in a, in a variety of ways, which you can go ahead and check in between rounds here. I still have movement, and I do know it's dead. You do. You can still uh, move, and you have 
two attacks left, technically. Yeah, and I do know that uh, Hannah is an enemy, I believe, right? Even with my intelligence of a one, or you tell me. Uh, yeah, you've seen like your friend. She's been hostile to your friend and vice versa. So yes, absolutely. And I also see these things prone, right? Yep. So I'm going to jump down, move over to the first guard that's laying prone, and take an attack on it. And that's with, uh, uh, that's a crit, automatic crit, right? Uh, no, you have advantage because they're prone. Okay. Oh, I need to roll twice, but let's see what it is. It's a 21. So the first one, 15. Oh, no, it would be the second one, 19 points of damage, sorry. And then do it again for my last one. Well, that kills that creature. It, too, reverts back into a small-sized jackal. Will you allow me to take my last five points of movement there and go to the next one? Absolutely, absolutely. So that's a 28. Both are 30 points of damage. So 30 points of damage. Okay. That <laughs> takes down that one as well. And now I'll look at the third one and go, Nice be on this friend! Okay, Kula. I think Kula could put two and two together. He's seen Shakara uh, doing bad stuff, mean stuff to uh, poor innocent Hannah. <laughs> so he will try to, he will try to Eldritch Blast Hannah. Oh, that is a 13 and a 21. Uh, both are hits. 12 force damage. Ooh, Hannah is has uh, developed a severe limp. Shakara. I will point my finger at her and cast Scorching Ray. Ooh, 24 for the first one for seven points of damage. Ooh, second rolls a one. Hmm. I think um, we're going to have that one just go errant. Actually, you know what? No, okay, I won't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the second beam just kind of... There's no one around Hannah, so it just kind of veers off and strikes one of the seats on uh, the edge of one of the aisles. And the third one is a 22 for nine more points of damage. And I will start walking slowly towards her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Balls are in. So Hannah looks hurt. Yeah, very hurt. Almost as hurt as she did when you didn't get in the hot tub with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that was butt hurt. This is fire hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> do I, like, put her out in a big bang, or do I be more conservative and hope that it's enough damage? <laughs> so there's just that last scorching ray of Shakara's, like, brought her to a knee, right? And she's stumbling as she's trying to flee. And it takes her... It looks like it takes every bit of strength she has to stand back up and recover from that hit. Okay, I'm going to upcast Magic Missile to um, second level. Okay, the first uh, is five force damage. Uh, she's still standing. She's close enough where I would recommend, yeah, like you are doing this missile by missile. Missile by missile. That's right. Three force damage. Okay. Still up. She's she's wobbling. Another three force damage. Okay, you're getting close. <laughs> you're doing it one at a time. It's hilarious. And four force damage. You're, that dart knocks her flying forward, limp, motionless. Yes. 
as you hit and she hits the ground, she too changes. What? Her lower half, it's like this this illusion, this facade just disappears. And she has the lower half of a lioness. The lower half of a lioness? Really? And her upper half is humanoid? Yeah, from basically the, the navel up, like a centaur, but for lions. Wasn't lion her club? Like the statues or the name or something? <laughs> it was. Okay. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then I still have my movement, right? Yep. I thought she might have been a darkling. I'm going to move over directly beside Shaft, just toward the edge of the stage there. And I suppose, if you'll allow it, I will now take uh, Shikara's sword out in anticipation of giving it to her. Okay. Um, sure. Whenever we're close to each other again. The last remaining guard. These jackal wares is what they are. It sees Hannah go down, and it begin immediately begins to whimper, and like a like a, a canine cry. Right, it's going to uh, attempt to flee. It will disengage though. <sighs> flee to the door actually that it came in, and with its, it, I mean, it has a forty foot movement, so it has more than enough to get uh, around the stage and just through the threshold of it. Who's kind of just in between. You can still see him, but he's clearly moving it, and it looks like this door leads like backstage. Shaft. I'm going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, right to the edge of the stage and try to shoot it with an arrow before it gets out the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 15 to hit. A 15 hits. 16 points of damage. <laughs> And you finish the last Jackalwear guard. Danger! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you said danger. Yeah. Well done. Shakar is gonna walk up to Hannah, grab the amulet, act like she's gonna tear it off his neck, off her neck, and then think, oh wait, maybe it needs to be whole. Gently take it off her neck and put it in her pouch. All right, you've successfully retrieved the amulet of Kalar. And you can hear from the other side of... I thought I would be way happier to hear that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear from the other side of the theater doors, like, people, like, voices and, and yelling, and people are, like, banging on it, and, like, what's going on in there? What What's happening? We haven't seen the second half of the play! <laughs> <laughs> Mia, you, you suddenly come to. Thank God. I mean, thank Thor. You see the the figure standing over you. It's complete darkness, um, just normal darkness, not magical darkness. And you now that you know you're you're like face to face, and he kind of puts out a hand. Do not do not be do not be frightened. And now you can see like under his hood. Now you see that he, he it's looking like he's he's his face is still completely wrapped up and covered, almost like a like a balaclava, but one half of it is covered in like a mask, like a half face of a mask. My own phantom in the opera. Are you, are you well? No, what happened? I've healed you a, oh. a, a, a little bit and you gain uh, nine hit points back. Who are, who are you? What, ha where am I? I am he who watches the watchers. I am the one who plays to them when nobody else will. I am jewelry of the opera. 
Juvie, thank you, thank you. My friends, though, they might be in trouble. We need to help them. I have only a concern for you. Why me? Why does Hannah want me? I do not know why, but to defy her, it's something that I, I must do. You see in the room around you, now you, you have a chance to kind of look around you. You're in what what looks like a, a kind of a large storeroom, maybe. There's uh, a, a, like a small cot in, in one corner. There are storage uh, boxes kind of everywhere. And prominently displayed, though, on one of the walls, it almost takes up the entire wall, is an organ. And, you know, it has, it has a bench and the keys and basically the this the piping that come, goes up, the, covers the entire wall and disappears like inside of the, the concrete. Julie, thank you for your help, but am I to be a prisoner? You're holding of, me- Of course not, I- Captive? I simply needed to get you out of there. But you're gonna bring me to Hannah? No, 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 no. If, if you are here to defy Hannah, then you and I are allies. Okay, sorry, I misunderstood what you said. I thought you were gonna turn me into Hannah. Okay, well, my friends, I, I can teleport back to them. Can we can we finish this later? What is it? Oh, but you are so hasty to leave. I have not spoken to someone in much time, not since I had to flee my home. Julvie, meet me back in the auditorium. I'm going to go up and see what my friends are doing. I will talk to you, just I need to ensure that everyone's safe. I need them to know I'm safe. I must ensure that you are safe. Just meet me back in the auditorium. It couldn't be that far. How far could you drag an incapacitated person my size? I know many passages within the theater. It will not take me long. I teleport back to Chef. And that's our show. For more Aspar information, visit encourageableparty.com, where you can find all of our social media links, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as our Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini campaigns our theme music was created by josh jarvis for any of your musical needs you can contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com all the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays provided by tabletopaudio.com and of course our show sponsor critical hit design for your design needs visit criticalhitdesign.com happy adventuring